episode 24. You're listening to the Social Hub Podcast, a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. So last week we covered some massive ground on Instagram stories. And this week I want to really get some Insta don'ts out there and also get real on some Insta myths that really need busting. Because when it comes to social media, there is always someone in a Facebook group or even worse on their own business page sharing a tactic that they heard from old Mavis down the road that has zero strategy behind it. I call it shiny light syndrome. These are often things that appear on the outside to be a really cool idea, but in fact are just a trap where good strategy goes to die. So today I'm going to give you my top five things to stop doing on Instagram and what you can do instead that has some real value. Before I do, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by my free Instagram training, Ignite Your Instagram, where I help you with the key strategies you need to master the gram, including my best actionable steps for hashtags, content, stories, and more. And it's all no fluff, no crazy strategies that take a gazillion hours of your time, just real actionable strategies that work because I know that your time is precious and I 100% value it. The details of how to get your hands on this are on the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash 24. And that's 24 spelt in letters, not numbers. So let's get down to my top five Insta no-nos. Number one, stressing about followers. Now, this is a big one and it can kind of seem contradictory as you will hear many marketing experts, including myself, say that you need an audience to sell to and that you need to attract more people. And that is true. It's 100% true. You do need an audience to sell to. You do need to attract more people. That is actually the case. But the caveat on that is that it needs to be the right people, not the number of people that is the focus. I've seen people with small followings of less than 300 people have huge engagement that results in real dollars in their businesses and all from using good strategic content marketing. And I've seen those with 50,000 followers have absolute crickets every time they put up a post. So the key is not the number of your followers, it's what you do with them that counts and attracting the right people to you. So rather than take part in another follower-based shiny tactic, get clear on your niche, get clear on how you help them, get clear on what their life looks like when you do help them and communicate that with messaging that really speaks to them. Then you will attract the right audience and it will be more about the quality of your followers, not the quantity. Number two is follow threads, loops, and engagement pods. 
Now, these really grind my gears as they look like a really good idea, but in fact, they are just crappy strategy that takes a lot of work to undo the damage from. So let me just be clear about what these actually are. Follow threads are posts where you are asked to leave your handle and follow everyone that comments and then they will follow you back. Follow loops are often seen as an account where you're asked to go and follow every account that that loop account follows. And then apparently you're magically meant to get hundreds of new followers within the next couple of days. And this can go on and on sometimes in various loops. So you go and do one loop and then they ask you to go to the next one and then the next one, which is honestly just exhausting. Engagement pods are where there is a group of people that all agree to comment and engage on each other's content with the thought that this is going to bump up the engagement and beat the algorithm. Now, please, for the love of Wonder Woman, stop doing these things. Why? Well, let me tell you. Let's take a look first at follow loops and threads. Following random accounts that are not your ideal client dilutes your feed full of random accounts you have zero need to engage with meaning that it's harder for you to find the real people that you need to engage with. Having random accounts follow you back that are also not your ideal client is absolutely pointless. There is zero need for that as they will never buy from you. So it is literally an empty metric, kind of like the empty calories in a packet of chips. It feels good at the time, but later you wish you didn't do it. This also dilutes and totally stuffs with your analytics because now the people who are actively engaged are fewer than before. From an algorithm point of view, you may, for example, now have 2% engagement rather than 10%. So the algorithm thinks that your content is less important and won't favor it as much as it used to. Also, the algorithm is built to show your content to more people like those who engage with you. So if you get a whole bunch of new followers, this tells the algorithm that more people like those people are the ones who need to see you. And by now you should be kind of starting to get my picture here. If these people are not your target audience, this is only going to go against you. And undoing this damage takes time. And can sometimes if you continue to do things like this over a long period of time, Sometimes it can be totally undoable and I have seen people had to start all over again from scratch with a brand new Instagram account and I do not want you to be one of those people. Now let's talk about engagement pods. Now pretty much the same sort of thing here with engagement pods is the follow loops and the follow threads but instead of it being you know a follow back that you're getting in return, it's fake engagement that is meant to be pushing your content out and beating the algorithm. But what this does is it just exponentially pushes you out and your content out to more people like those in the pod. Now, if you've jumped into an Instagram pod and the people and the accounts in that group are not in your niche, then again, this activity is completely pointless because the people engaging with you, the algorithm's only going to show you to more people like that. So the engagement is 100% worthless. Not to mention the time investment of commenting on 10 or more people's posts daily who are never going to buy from you. They're just there to get this fake engagement. 
when you could be engaging with 10 people in your niche that potentially may buy from you at some point or just create better content. Also too, with engagement pods, Instagram is cracking down on follow loops and pod activity. So please be careful when you consider employing or deploying some of these crappy strategies and tactics because they're not strategies at all. They're just honestly actions that take you nowhere because Instagram is starting to crack down on them. And I would hate to see anybody's account shut down because you're taking part in activities that break Instagram's terms of service. Now, number three, do not on Instagram is don't use your personal Instagram profile for your business. If you're still using a personal Instagram profile for business, then after this podcast, I insist that you go and change it immediately to a business account for a number of reasons, but my top two are these. You will get access to analytics, which if you ever want to improve your content and strategy, then you need to get the data that your analytics is going to provide to you. The data that your analytics can give you is broken down into three areas, which is content. So it's information about your content, your audience. So the people who are following you, like the times of day that they're online and their most active days and activity, which is your sort of your reach and impressions, etc. So it gives you key insights on all these three areas, which are crucial to being able to understand and unpack if your content marketing is working for you and if your Instagram strategy is working for you. If you don't have access to those analytics, then you're kind of in the dark. Number two is that you can link it to your Facebook business page, which means that you can open up access to other features in the back end of your Facebook admin console, like Facebook Creator Studio and Facebook Business Manager, which means that you will have the ability then to run paid ads. It also includes the capability then when you link your Instagram account, the ability to use those Instagram insights to create custom audiences of people who engage with you on Instagram. So you need to be able to connect those two together if you ever want to run paid ads. And a holistic overall marketing strategy over time should include some paid advertising. And lastly, if you want Instagram to be a part of your business, then treat it like a business, not a side thought. You have a business account for your banking, so why not for Instagram? Number four, do not on Instagram is don't hide behind your feed. This is a big one, particularly in 2020. The need to get over your crappy self-talk and to stop worrying about what you look like and get your face and your feed is at an all-time high. And this is pretty much user-led by what people want to see on the platform. And if you want to engage your audience, you need to give them content that they want to see. And people want to connect with people, not a faceless feed. They want to know who they are potentially buying from who they are engaging with, and be taken on your journey with you. People buy where you're going, not where you are. They buy who you are, not what you sell. They buy how you make them feel, not how fancy your funnel is. There's always going to be other people that do what you do, and there's always going to be other people that do what you do better than you. That's just a fact. There's always going to be competition out there. 
But the one thing that no one else has in their business is you. And you are going to have a unique group of people that want you, that want your style, that want your mission, that want your passion, that want what you can offer them and nobody else. And they can't find you if you're constantly hiding behind a bunch of images and videos and content that isn't you. For a small brand, the biggest impact that you can make is to connect personally with your audience and have a brand with a face and a personality that they want to invest in. Think about when you call a large government department or a call center. How many times do you say, well, you're on that endless loop of voice activated bots before you get to speak to a real person? I just want to speak to a real person. Well, here's your chance. Be that real person. It is legitimately the fastest way to humanize your brand, connect with your audience and grow your engagement. So whack on some makeup, take some selfies, go and get a brand shoot. They're absolutely so accessible. So many beautiful brand photographers out there that will take beautiful images of you that you can feel confident in to have on your feed. You know, get a tripod, shoot some videos, do some selfie videos on Instagram stories, but show your audience who you are and share yourself and your passion with them. Trust me, you won't regret it. Now, number five is something that is definitely a balance to get right on social media and particularly on Instagram. And that is point five, which is overselling. Now, I'm a fan of selling and you've probably heard me talk about selling on social media in my podcasts. Actually, one of my masterclasses is called The Art of Selling on Social Media. My program, The Social Superstar Formula, is all about creating a selling system using social media. So I'm a huge fan of selling. If you don't sell, you don't have a business. If you don't sell, you don't make money. So you need to sell. But socials are not really a platform that loves overselling. And most of that, again, is user-led. The average consumer doesn't want to be bombarded with ad-style content every day. They're here to be entertained, to consume interesting content, to be part of a community. I mean, how annoying is it when you say out loud or search in the wonderful Google interwebs, um, I want a leopard print couch. And then all of a sudden on Facebook, there's a gazillion leopard print couches on Facebook ads right in your face. This legitimately happened to me recently. When I was cleaning out my office area, I wanted to buy an oil diffuser so I could, you know, diffuse these beautiful clarity oils and harmonious oils. So when I was working, I would be infused with all the wonderfulness of this natural clarity. And so I went searching for some oil diffusers. I went and had a look at a couple of Facebook pages of people that I knew that sold them. I went onto their websites and then I typed into Google oil diffusers. Then I went back onto Facebook a little bit later and holy crap, literally every fifth post was an ad for an oil diffuser. Now we know how annoying that is and we are so well aware as consumers that if we verbalize it, say it, search for it, Facebook is going to serve us ads. And Sometimes it can be really in your face and sometimes it can be really annoying, particularly, well, I see it probably more than a lot of other people when I can see that those people aren't using great ad strategies and it really just is in your face marketing. 
So rather than being that person on Instagram who's constantly bombarding their audience with ad style content that really they don't want to see all the time, the thing with Instagram is that if your content strategy is value-based, you focus on the benefits your offer gives your audience. You engage with them with content that appeals to their situation. You give them someone who understands them, then your product or service will sell itself. So when you do a post that is a sales-based post, it will actually yield results, not crickets. You'll probably find that if you do a lot of really salesy posts with really salesy CTAs that you're not getting the cut through with them and it's because your audience has just got bored of them. Whereas if you put more effort into the impact of quality content than overdoing the sales content as that actually has less impact, you will see better results. In actual fact, overselling is harder work as you're so wrapped up in shoving a sale in someone's faces that it's so consuming of your energy. If you serve your audience first and sell later, it's a much easier path. So you need to think about a really holistic content marketing strategy that's going to include educational posts, engagement posts, personal branded posts, and put together a content strategy that's going to suit your business, your overall business objectives, that's going to lead your audience down a journey of eventually doing business with you rather than just posting a sale at them all the time. There you have it. Five things you need to stop doing on Instagram right now and what you can do instead. Now, if you want more strategic Instagram advice with real actionable steps you can take to master the platform, then I highly recommend you download the free Instagram training, Ignite Your Instagram. You can find it on the show notes for today's episode at all the W's, the social hub AU, dot com forward slash 24 in spelt letters not numbers until then guys stay classy thanks for listening to the social hub podcast you can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the w's the social hub au.com forward slash podcast And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the Social Media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy.